Hi guys, welcome to Latinas and Lattes. Today I'm actually doing a solo episode, so for those listening in, I am Jess, and we're going to talk about um, our new segment. It's going to be called Wellness Wednesday. It's going to just talk about topics um, that we find very important, um, like for today, mine is my conditions. Throughout the podcast, you will hear me talk about my conditions, so this will give you a insight of, you know, what's going on in my life and what has been going on these last few months, and just kind of dive into it. So our Wellness Wednesday episode will be the first Wednesday of the month followed by our um, Q&A that will be at the end of the month. So we're really excited to, you know, engage with you guys and feel free to, you know, send us questions. Uh, we will be posting it on our story and throughout our podcast. So yeah, so we're super excited. So let's dive into it. So a little bit about me. Um, so I started my weight loss journey in 2020 and I was on a weight loss journey that my partner actually put me on um he's always cared about health and wellness so um he is like my biggest cheerleader (laughs) so shout out to him um what had happened was um I was at my heaviest when I met him in 2020 and throughout that time um I was just really miserable I wasn't happy I just felt really crappy about myself so that wasn't fun. So from 2020 to 2021, um, I had lost about, I would say 30, 40 pounds. And then up until 2020 is when I lost, uh, sorry, 2022 is when I lost the most. Um, so I was up at like 65, almost 70 pounds. It was in between 65 and 70s where, cause I kind of fluctuated. So I was doing really, really good up until May, of 2020 so last May um I had a lot of stress in 2019 throughout 2022 so that had a lot of you know changes um I had a lot of things that had happened throughout that time along with being on my weight loss journey my mental health journey all of that kind of stuff so it was more or less I think my body had just had enough you know so uh in May of of last year um i started feeling abdominal pain kind of in like the uterus area you know so i had thought maybe i'm just getting a crazy period (laughs) like maybe i'm just getting you know obnoxious cramps maybe it's that right so um over like the course of a few days it got significantly worse um i couldn't sleep um i had cold sweat i couldn't lay down and it was just it was a lot. So it was a Friday night and I remember I woke up in the middle of the night and I could not breathe. I couldn't breathe. I felt super anxious. My heart rate was up. Um, I was like sweating profusely. Like it was, it was just not the vibe. (laughs) So, um, I went to CVS because I was like, maybe I just need something for menstrual cramps because mind you, I've never felt this before up until then. So I went and it wouldn't go away. I would take ibuprofen. It wouldn't go away. I tried heating pads. I tried some Mexican ointments that my mom gave me and nothing. It wasn't working. And my partner was like, you know what? I don't like this anymore. Like 
you have been dealing with this the entire week and it's not getting better so let's take you to the hospital so we get to the hospital and there's a huge huge like wait <laughs> and it's super like long it's just annoying but you know what can you do you know it's a saturday you know a lot of the hospitals are understaffed and we understand so you know we're just toughing it out so after several hours um of just waiting to be seen um one of the uh, er doctors comes back and is like hey you know let me put pressure on this does it hurt here does it hurt there and they're like you've never had this before and i was like no i thought it was um like my period or something and they're like no it could be but it's probably not <laughs> and they took a urine sample i wasn't pregnant so that was good right because i mean god forbid that i had a, a miscarriage or something um but it wasn't that um so they took me back and um had my labs done put me on iv and then um i had a ct scan done and you know i've had ct scans in the past where um they've come back normal like you don't have anything you're fine you're good you're healthy <laughs> the only thing they you know were worried about was my weight and i mean obviously i am overweight um, but that's always been the result, right? In this case, I was actually shook when they gave me the results. They're like, well, you have a perforation and you have diverticulitis. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what either of those are, right? So it's new to me because I've never got <laughs> any test results like that. So basically what diverticulitis is, is a infection that's caused by like di the di diverticula that's inside your intestines that um, will sometimes rupture and it'll cause diverticulitis or diverticulosis depending on the severity of the infection so basically think about it as a pimple that pops and then all the pus comes out and it's done right <laughs> in my case mine ruptured internally and it caused an infection so I had all that you know, all that bad stuff inside. And it got it got so bad. Um, the perforation part is like from all the pressure, like I got air in my abdomen. So right where your colon and your intestine are connected is where I had the perforation. So that explained the pain. Um, so the, the doctor tells me like, you will probably, you'll probably need surgery. So I am so emotional i'm like i didn't come in to the hospital to be told that i needed surgery so i was super scared they told me they were gonna they were going to admit me because they needed to control the infection they put me on iv antibiotics um they took um they gave me actually they gave me um painkillers and stuff and they gave me ibuprofen it didn't work they had to give me morphine and it was just uncomfortable so i'm admitted and we're waiting there and another doctor comes in they're like oh how's the pain i'm like it's you know it's getting it's getting lower like i think it's more controlled now and they're like yeah okay and they were putting pressure and then um i could still feel it but not as bad because of the pain meds and they gave me better news <laughs> it wasn't good news but it was better news than what i had got um, so they told me, like, you know what, we're going to try to control the infection with antibiotics. So we'll send you home with 10 days of antibiotics. You'll take them three times a day. It'll be two different antibiotics that you'll take for those 10 days. Um, and we'll send you home with Tylenol. 
I was like, uh, okay. They're like, avoid uh, ibuprofen because it's harsh on the stomach lining and da 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 whatever. So, um, so yeah, so that was my first episode. I was introduced to diverticulitis. And when I asked the doctors the questions that, like, I think anybody and everybody should ask at their appointments, like, what causes this? How can I prevent this? How can I prevent from this happening again? Because that hospitalization stay really did traumatize me. Um, Because it was, like, my first one and it was pretty bad, you know? So... Um, they didn't really have an explanation. They're like, oh, you just need to have more fiber. I'm like, okay, that's doable. Like, is there anything that I should avoid? They're like, yeah, just kind of greasy foods. But they didn't really give me like an actual diet or what things to avoid, right? So I'm kind of stuck. Their answer was, there's not much research on this and it's not a common condition that a lot of people get or that we see. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just do my research. So I did. And up until October, um, on Halloween day, um, I had the same pain. I was feeling the same way. And I was like, oh my gosh, here it is again, you know. And um, I was just like, before it gets worse, where I have to be admitted, I'm just going to go to my urgent care, talk to a doctor and tell him, you know, this is, I've been admitted for this same, like the same, the same thing. And I want to be seen, you know, I want, you know, to just like jump on it before it gets worse. So, um, I went into this doctor and he was just like, no, maybe you're just constipated. Maybe you're just bloated maybe we should just have you use some over-the-counter um, items first before like we jump on antibiotics and I'm like okay my symptoms before were constipation were bloating were nausea headaches and I had all of those going into my appointment so I knew that it wasn't just me being constipated right <laughs> so I was just really upset with him and I told him, you know what, if you can't help me, can I schedule an appointment with a different doctor who can help me? Because I don't, I'm like, you don't understand the pain that I was in. You don't understand like how frustrating this is for me for someone to tell me they can't help me. And I told him, I do understand that antibiotics should be taken when you have an infection. I said, you know, do my blood work, check if my white cells are elevated. I'm willing to give you any sample you need to come to the conclusion that I may have this again. And he said, first, let's try the over-the-counter stuff and then uh, we can, I can send in a antibiotic tomorrow. I'm like, okay, fine. Like I will deal with it for one day, another day. And the next morning, uh, I call CVS and I'm like, hey, is my prescription ready? It was. Um, I took it as directed. And I'm super, super, like, on it when it comes to my medications. Like, I take them at, like, how they're, you know, they how they should be taken, right? So, that happens. And then around November of 2022, um, I think it was mid-November, uh, I got the flu. And... I didn't know that cough medicine uh, was super harsh on the stomach. 
Um, so I was taking it, I was taking cough drops, I was drinking teas, anything to make me feel better, right? And it wasn't happening. So I was just like, well, that's that. <laughs> and in December, I get another flare-up, but this flare-up is so bad that I have to be admitted again. This time it's just diverticulitis without a perforation. So it's just the um, the infection again, which is so much, but like, I feel like the perforation hurt, but this time it was just the infection and it hurt just as much, if not more. I don't understand. So I'm there and I'm there for two days because the infection is like uncontrollable. I'm having like fevers. Um, this time they can't control the pain with morphine, so they have to give me oxycodone and a bunch of other stuff and it was just miserable <laughs> so um i had someone come in they're like well um maybe you should have a weight loss surgery and i'm like what what do you mean like and they're like yeah like get a gastric sleeve or something or maybe that will be a good option for you i'm like okay like you want me to lose weight i was already losing weight and then this happened so like, what do you want me to do, you know? Like, if that's the only option you're telling me, I can do it naturally. Um, I'm just looking for a plan. Like, how to prevent this from happening so many times. Like, every time, it just, it's it takes a toll on me mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, I feel drained, you know, after, like, these medications are super harsh. So, I just feel crappy the entire time that I'm on them. So, Essentially, I tell them, like, oh, I'm not interested. You know, I'm not interested in a gastric sleeve. I just want to have a plan for my diverticulitis, and that's that. So my doctor receives my um, my information, and she's like, you know what? Maybe we should get you to a specialist. So I had a colonoscopy in January, and um, throughout that time, um, my grandma was so great. She took me. Um, so shout out to her. <laughs> But, um, you know, I'm, I'm nervous to find out, you know, what's actually happening in, happening internally, but I'm also excited to get some news about what's going on in there, you know, like what's like, what the heck? I, and that's basically what my mindset was like, I'm going to get answers to something that I need to know. So I've always had this, um, this feeling that maybe this condition was stemmed from like somewhere else like something else and this is gonna be like super crazy i've never i've only said it to a few people in my close circle and close family members but i was a victim of child abuse so between the ages of four and five i was sexually abused by my dad's brother and it's never, um, it's never came to like justice or anything. And like my family, some family members know and some family members just decide to be in denial and don't think it's like a real thing. <laughs> um, and I felt like that was possibly the reason why this happened because um, the way that I was abused was not vaginally, but it was like it was through the anus so I feel like that was one of the biggest things that I needed an answer to <laughs> so when when everything's done 
the doctor comes back and says, yeah, you have a lot of inflammation. Um, some of the diverticula are irritated. Um, it may cause a perforation or you might get another flare up just because we went in there and checked everything out. But they did notice that the top of my colon where it connects to the intestine was damaged. Um, and it was abnormal like it was pinched right so I told her this is my story like this is what happened to me and you know she she was so cute she even like hugged me and everything but she thinks it could have been because of that it could be a factor but I I didn't get the answer it was like a definite that that could have been it so if it was or wasn't at least I got a response in a way um but yeah, so that's one of the things that's happened to me and I'll get more in depth into it as we, you know, get more uh, on this podcast and get more episodes in. So that's another topic that I do want to talk about. So stay tuned. Um, I am, I was a victim, but now I'm a survivor. So um, I know that in my heart, I didn't do anything wrong. I've accepted the fact that it wasn't my fault, even though people don't believe me or they say like oh like he's a good person he wouldn't do that um to me he's he's like the devil like he's the shittiest person like I I have forgave him because I need it for me I forgave him for myself um because I don't want to have that hate in my heart it's just going to make me bitter so yeah so anyways that's another topic for another day um so after I had the colonoscopy, um, maybe about two weeks later in February, um, I had another another um, flare-up. And um, I went to a doctor and uh, she, she was so nice. She was like probably the nicest doctor I've seen this entire time. And she told me, she was like, hey... Um, you know, I've seen your medical history and it's crazy like how many times you've got this and I'm like, I know and she's like, and you're back here for this again and I'm like, yeah, she's like, you know what, I'm going to refer you to a GI doctor that I know and he's great and he can help you, he can find a solution and I was like, okay, cool, like I was down, I was like, dude, like where have you been, like you're so positive and like I love the energy you're giving me and she even hugged me and I just felt like so comfort, like so it was just so comforting, you know. So, I went to this GI doctor um, in April. So, I'll talk about that in a second. But so I that was that was the next available appointment. So that's why. But um, in in um in March, um, I went to a surgeon because um, my doctor saw that I had another flare up, and she's like, you know what? maybe we should just get surgery, like get it done and over with, we'll be good, whatever, right? So I went on March 17th, and the reason I know the exact date is because it was two days before my birthday. I scheduled it on a Friday because I was like so optimistic, and I had came to terms that like, you know what, if I need surgery, like fuck it, I'm gonna do it and be done with this. Like, I don't want to keep being on medication. I don't want to keep going to the hospital, like, I don't want to be a burden for my partner, right? 
And he's never said that, by the way. It's just more or less like, that's how I feel. Like, I don't want someone to have to be there for me every single time. And um, so I was okay with it. So we went um, on Friday. And the reason I remember it was a Friday was because it was two days before my birthday. So my birthday is the 19th of March. And the appointment with the um, with the surgeon was that Friday before. So I was going in with the most optimistic, um, like mindset, like finally I'm going to get an answer. Finally, there's going to be a plan. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I was so upset because he literally came into the appointment and was like, well, you've got diverticular several times. Um, you are not a candidate for uh for surgery because of your weight and i'm like what like what do you mean like i asked him like well what if i had like an emer i needed an emergency surgery because i had a perforation like you're gonna have to operate on me regardless you know he's like yeah but i would prefer not to like you probably just need to get like a gastric sleeve or get some type of weight loss medication figure it out and you know, go from there and maybe, you know, kind of like super send-offish. I was like, uh, whatever. <laughs> like, I was so pissed off. I was just like, are you serious? Like, if that was your whole entire plan, quote-unquote plan, um, then why didn't you just tell me that from the jump? Like, you made me take off, off of work. You made me take time. Like, now I have to pay for, for this visit and you're not doing anything. Like, do you see where I'm coming from? Like, I've already been through the ringer. I've seen other doctors. I've been admitted. Like, do you see where I'm coming from? And it was just like, he was so nonchalant about it. Like, he just didn't care. And I was like, I don't know how, you know, how you can be a doctor and be proud of your practice if, like, you're not helping, you know. So, a couple days later, it's my birthday, right? So, it's Sunday and I'm I'm just not happy. I'm just so discouraged. I feel so, so, how can you even say, like, so disappointed in the way that I wasn't even happy. I was just like, like, what the heck? Like, why did this happen? Like, I was so optimistic about it and it just didn't happen. And I had this tightness in my chest. I just wanted to cry. I did cry that day. It was, it was just a lot. And I just felt like this constant pain in my stomach and it was just a lot. <laughs> so, so that following morning, like I still have this tightness in my, in my stomach and I felt like this tightness in my chest and I thought it was just maybe like I hadn't cried it out completely and it was just like compressed in my chest because it was a lot, you know, <laughs> and it wasn't, it wasn't that, um, I was working and I remember like I started getting that same pain that I had the first time I had the first episode of diverticulitis but it was in the middle of my chest and in the middle of my back. I thought it was maybe having an asthma attack or an anxiety attack due to what had just happened and it was still so vivid and raw that I was just having anxiety attack or something. So I used my inhaler I took some ibuprofen, I took a really hot shower to see if it would help with the tightness or something, and it didn't. So I worked throughout my day with this pain, and then I called my doctors, like um, her medical assistant, and 
I told her how I was feeling and then she's like, yeah, she can get you in today. Let's check you out. And then she, and she's like, I will forward you. She's like, I will forward your symptoms over to her and see what she thinks. And as I'm getting to my appointment, the doctor, um, the doctor comes out like, so I was already checked in for my appointment and she comes out and she's like, hey, like you need to go to the ER. And she was like, I didn't know that they, this was so severe. Like, I'm going to send in a referral now to, so they can get you in right away. And I was like, why? She was like, because you have heart attack symptoms. Like, I'm just like, what? Like, nah, I, I'm not having a heart attack. Like, you're tripping, you know? Um, She wasn't tripping because <laughs> so I go to the hospital and I'm calling I'm calling my partner and I'm like, hey, so my doctor just told me that I need to go to the emergency room. And then he's like, what? Why? Like, what's going on? And I'm just like, yeah, she said that due to like my symptoms. She feels more comfortable being going to the ER and da da da, whatever. So I'm zooming there. Like, it's probably like five o'clock, like rush hour traffic. Like, it was crazy. I So the hospital is maybe like 30 minute drive on a good day without traffic. And I, I kid you not, I made it there in like 15 minutes. I was just zooming. I got there and I told them, I was like, don't worry. Like, I'm going to go get checked. I'm going to be fine. Like, this is different. Like, this is not diverticulitis. So I'm not going to get it admitted. So I'm telling him I'm so, I'm super confident about it. Like, you know, I'll be fine, you know, because that's the mindset that I've kind of been in where I'm just like, I, I, I stay optimistic even if, you know, the odds are against me, you know? So, um, I'm there, um, they have this really cool option that they have valet and I left my car there in valet and I was like, oh, I'm going to be out of here so quick. Like I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna be fine, whatever. So I check in and they already had my information and they did an EKG, took my vitals. My EKG was normal. Like there wasn't a heart attack (laughs) and, um, they're like, okay, well you're fine but we still want to see what's causing that. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's like, just take a seat in the, in the waiting room. And I did. And, uh, I was there for several hours. Like I was talking to, um, to my partner. I was talking to one of my friends and I w- it was just making time pass. You know, I'm, I'm in pain, but like, you know, I was just there to be seen. And, there was the there was uh, a daughter and a, and a and a dad, and there was uh, a wife and a husband in the waiting room with me, and they were obviously Hispanic because I could hear them speak Spanish. And I see the daughter struggling to get her dad into a wheelchair, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna help her, like, pobrecita, you know, like she's struggling. So I was like, I was like, um. I was like, let me help you. Let me grab the chair and you position him, you know, like help him get comfortable. Like, let's seat him properly. Like, let's do this, you know? And I held the chair so firmly because the guy was a little heavy set, so it was hard, you know? So I did that and I felt so good about it. And the couple that I saw, I remember the wife saying, me da tanto gusto que todavía haya gente buena como tú. Basically saying, I am so happy that there's good people like you in this world, you know? And I was, like, that was, like, one of the biggest compliments I had got, you know? It's like, oh, like, I appreciate that, you know? It makes me feel good that you acknowledge it, you know? And I was just doing it to be nice because I'm just that kind of person, (laughs) you know? So, 
um, as you know, I'm there, she starts talking to me, um, the woman, her name is Gloria, she's, she's so cute, she starts telling me, she's like, oh, why are you here, mija, like, get the tienes, like, what's wrong, and I'm like, oh, I have this pain right here, and it's so annoying, like, I don't even know what it is, I'm like, I've got it once before, but it's never, like, stayed the entire time, and now it's, like, there, like, it ain't paying no rent, it's just there taking up space, <laughs> so, we're just talking about stuff and I had tell I had told her you know my my history of being here you know admitted and being seen and she told me that she's gone through the same thing that she she's gluten intolerant that she's allergic to so many different foods and she has diabetes and she has so many issues and she tells me she's like if you think you know you can't eat a lot of foods because of your condition she's like mine is like a hundred times worse and I'm like girl I'm sorry. Like, I feel for that. And the thing is, like, she asked me, like, can we exchange phone numbers? And I felt comfortable. Like, I was just like, yeah, like, it's fine. And she's like, because she's like, maybe you could, I can send you some of the stuff that I use that may help you. And I was like, yeah, I'll send you stuff that may work. I was like, but ask your doctor first, because I know you have other issues. And I was like, I can recommend you something, but definitely ask your doctor because I'm not a doctor, but this is what's worked for me. So I did refer some things to her and she referred some things to me and they finally called me back to be seen by a doctor. And when they took me back, um, the doctor thought I had like a kidney stone or something, you know, and um, they uh, took a urine sample to see if I was pregnant before they did like a CT again. Um, they did some blood work to see if I had any infection or anything and I didn't have any of that. Um, and he's like, you know what, this constant pain that you're having right there, I think it's a gallstone now. Like, he's like, if you don't have a kidney stone, you probably have a gallstone. And I was like, what? Me? Nah. Like, how? Like, I, like, I eat pretty good. Like, you know, I do have my cheat days, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I was like, I drink my water. I take my vitamins. I'm going to the gym. Like, I'm trying here. I was like, nah. So I'm asking him, I'm like, I was like, you think that's what it could be? He's like, possibly. He's like, let's do an ultrasound. So an ultrasound, they did my abdomen, they did my um, my gallbladder. And yeah, he comes back, he's like, yep, you have a gallstone. And it's probably as big as a quarter. Like, it's pretty freaking huge. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, I don't know about anything about gallstones. And I don't, I think, yeah, I don't know anybody that has gallstones or has ever had them. So I'm literally like, like, okay, so what can I take to dissolve them? Like I was down to like, you know, take a medication to get, get rid of these things. He's like, you can't. And I'm like, he's like, they're big. And he's like, they're, you're just going to be in pain. He's like, you're going to need surgery. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. So when are we going to do this? He's like, I would say tonight. And I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? Like, I literally just drove my, like, drove myself here and um, now I'm going to go into surgery. <laughs> like, nobody knows that I'm here besides my partner. And now you're telling me I need surgery. He's like, yeah, we'll get you in tomorrow afternoon. You'll just have to be admitted tonight and we'll just keep, you know, we'll, we'll get that pain under control. And, and while that's happening, um, we'll get all your other blood work done. And if we need anything else, then we'll get that done. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm calling my partner and it's like midnight because I was in the waiting room probably till like 11, just waiting to be called and to be seen. 
And so they called me. So I called him and I told him, hey, I'm going to have surgery. I'm going to get admitted. You know, you can go to work and just the surgeries at at four. So there's no point in you taking time off. You know, I'll just stay here. I'll be taken care of by them and I'll be fine. And he's like, are you sure? Like, I can be there. I can just take it off. And I'm like, no, like, you're good. Like, because he had just started this job in January. So he didn't have PTO. But he's one of those people who's like, I don't care if I don't have PTO. I want to be there with you. He's so supportive. So God bless his heart because he's so good to me. Um. So um, that's happening. And then they call me. Like, the doctor comes back. It's like, are you open to having surgery at 7 in the morning? And I'm like, uh... I mean, I'm already here. I might as well, <laughs> you know, like I might as well get it scheduled and get it out of the way. So I'm just in the emergency room, like waiting area. Like they have rooms, but it's not like an actual admission because they're waiting for a bed to open up in the actual hospital. So that's where I'm at. And um, I call my I call my partner and I was like, hey, like, um. So they moved up my surgery to seven. So, I mean, you can still go to work. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm going to be there. Like, if it's early in the morning, you're going to need me, you know. And I'm like, okay. So I call my dad. And I'm like, hey, um, I'm at the hospital. <laughs> and do you mind bringing him to the hospital? I'm going to have surgery at seven. He's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even know you're at the hospital. Why didn't you tell me that he's all these questions? I'm like. Uh, I just didn't want to bother anybody and I didn't think I was going to be staying. So I had told the doctor, I was like, am I going to be okay to drive? Like if I have surgery today, am I going to be okay to drive my car back? Cause I brought my own car. He's like, um, no, hundred percent not because you're going to be under like, uh, you're going to be, you know, obviously put to sleep. You're going to be on like strong medication for pain. And you're going to be on antibiotics and da da da. He's like, yeah, you can't drive home. So, yeah, you're going to have to find someone to come and take you home. And I'm like, okay. So, he brings him and I have the surgery. And before the surgery, um, I was so anxious because this is like a major surgery, you know. Like, people are like, oh, it's fine. It's just a little, like, incision, da 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 whatever, right? <clears throat> I mean, it might have been a small incision, but it was super painful like I've never gave birth but I'm assuming it's equal to the pain <laughs> it's it's like I don't know it was intense um when I had the surgery like right before they gave me anxiety medication because my anxiety was was just like through the roof I was just so anxious I was so nervous I didn't know what was gonna happen I was like what if I don't wake up I had like everything and I had all these thoughts in my head but I was just like it's fine you know, it's fine. Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, God, God has my back. Like, he knows what he's doing. So I go in and they gave me the the anxiety medication and they gave me like the sleeping stuff, the anesthesia. Um, and yeah, I was out. <laughs> I only remember them giving it to me and I was out. And then they were trying to wake me up. And I remember <clears throat> them pulling out like the tube slowly through my mouth and I remember my body jumping trying to gasp for air I'm trying to catch a breath I'm crying I'm scared because my body's just jumping like they're holding my arms down my legs down like I was so scared like I don't know what was happening my body was in shock like 
I was literally shaking and the doctor's like no it's okay it's okay you're fine like I don't know how that even happened and I was so scared I started crying I told my I told my partner I was like that was the shittiest experience I've ever like encountered like this that wasn't it and yeah so I had surgery a couple days after my birthday and um, I went to the GI specialist, the one that said, you know, I had an option. He's like, you know what? Um, I'm going to send you home with antibiotics just in case um, you have these issues again and, you know, you get diverticulitis again or whatever. So he had already had a plan for me. He's like, just do, he's like, when you get, a, when you feel like um, a flare up coming, he's like, go on an all liquid diet low fiber he's like but in the meantime when you're normal just have a high fiber diet don't eat a ton of red meat don't eat processed food avoid nuts and stuff that may irritate the area like he was giving me options so I was so grateful for him and um it was just it was it's been crazy <laughs> so since uh and then maybe I think I went in for my four-week checkup to see how my incisions were doing and I let the doctor know and she saw them. She said I was doing fine. I was healing fine and I was good to go. And a couple days later, I got a flare up of diverticulitis again. And since then, I haven't got one. But thanks to that other doctor, the GA specialist, he had me on a plan. He's like, I got you. Like, if you get it here, take this, take it as soon as you get it. So you don't get admitted. Like he had a plan for me. So I am so grateful for him. So shout out to him. <laughs> So that's kind of where I'm at with my whole um, diverticulitis, gall stuff, surgery situation, going to specialist. Um, now, fast forward to November, um, I went to my OBG just for my for my checkup and I was like, hey, like, um, I've noticed I haven't got my period. I've been off birth control since July. Um, like, what the heck? <laughs> and she had... Uh, gave me like a withdrawal bleed kind of medication to make me bleed and I had been on it in the past and like maybe within like a couple days of taking it I started bleeding and on this one I took it for the full like the full 10 days and no bleeding <laughs> I was like um am I broken like what's going on like this has never happened so she scheduled me in for an ultrasound they checked my ovaries my uterus everything and the only thing that they noticed was that my ovaries were slightly enlarged. Um, but everything else was fine. Like, I didn't have any masses. I didn't have any cysts. Nothing. I didn't have any excess lining in my uterus. So, I'm just like, so what is it, you know? And I had told her some of my symptoms. Like, it was hard for me to lose weight. Um, I started noticing, like, hormonal acne around my chin. I started noticing, like, facial hair on my chin. And... She was just like, I think those are all symptoms of PCOS. And with my ultrasound, she was like, yeah, I need to send you over to an endocrinologist. So the endocrinologist is just going to check my hormones just to see where I'm at, how to get it all, <laughs> all good to go, uh, like get my body right so I can start getting a period, ovulating, you know, get my reproductive system ready to go. Like I eventually do want to be a mom, so I'm I'm trying to get as healthy as possible before I have a child or, you know, God willing, I have one and he decides to put one in my uterus one day. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's currently the struggle that I'm on. 
Um, other than that, I feel like I have my, my, uh, my blueprints to how to avoid diverticulitis, how to avoid getting, you know, gallstones. Um, I do a lot of cooking videos. Uh, I love sharing my tips with, you know, family members, with my friends, with anybody like this worked for me, this might work for you kind of situation. And it's funny because I have a cousin that she always asks me funny things. Like she's always like, um, didn't you say you added something to your spaghetti sauce so you wouldn't get heartburn? I was like, yeah, add um, like a spoonful of baking soda and it'll neutralize the acidity. And she's like, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> and she did it. And then I followed up with her and I was like, did you get heartburn? She's like, no, dude, I didn't. And I'm like, girl, I'm telling you. <laughs> so I am more than willing to be open about anything and everything. Um, if you just have questions about PCOS, diverticulitis, um, gallstones, or just questions about me in general, like I'm down. <laughs> so now you know a little bit about me and I can't wait to be on this journey with you guys. And I love that we have this platform to just interact, to have a safe space for everybody, like all women, men, it doesn't matter. Like I've gone through a handful of things that maybe you can relate to or maybe that you can prevent from happening to you because a lot of the situations are relatable to other people. Even if I'd, I've never been through what you've been through, I'm more than willing to listen. Um, you can always either message me on my personal Instagram or through the podcast Instagram. We do have an email, so I'll link it below in the caption. And yeah, that way you guys can talk to us. Even if the question perhaps isn't for me, if it's for Lola, like we are all here for it. So I appreciate you guys listening to this Wellness Wednesday episode. And yeah, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Bye.